time to party. <laughs> Mother. <laughs> it is party time. Mi madre? I don't know. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah. What it is. You got it. Sarah Gonzalez is here to make sure that my Latinx, <laughs> Lat, Latinx, Latinx, whatever that Latinx, word is. Latinx. However they say it. I, they don't even know how, how to say they it. They do not know how to say it. Because it's made up. It's what? Kleenex. Cle yeah, Kleenex. Puppet Master Mark, Super Chris Cruz, and Let's Love Brandon at the helm. Nether regions, insanity. We're headed there. Um, let's unpack some things that we allegedly know from the 4chan hacking well just overall some of the things out of the hunter biden laptop mm -hmm. we know that we know about 10 percent for the big guy yes we already know about the dealings of hunter biden with burisma and ukraine and we know about his chinese dealings his hitching a ride on the vice president's plane going to mm -hmm. china coming back with a billion dollar deal don't worry, they didn't talk about anything. Not a single thing. Mm -hmm. They've never discussed my, biz my son's business dealings mm -hmm. with my son ever. Because that's, yeah. you know. But we do have a voicemail of Biden calling saying that he just talked to, uh, you know, the, the deal Times, as far as the yeah. Chinese. And so that he was calling to let him know that um, the New York Times report on his Chinese business dealings. He did. He did talk mm -hmm. about it. Um, we know that... Uh, Love him or hate him, Hunter Biden's having a good time in life. He's he's having a good time. Uh, we know that he wired, Joe Biden wired tens of thousands of dollars to Hunter that he used for Russian prostitutes. Mm -hmm. uh, whether Joe knows that or not, we don't know that. Probably didn't know it. I don't know that Joe knows where he's at most of the time. We know that Hunter referred to Jill as a stupid C word. C word, yep. No love lost there, even though she uh, keeps one of his paintings in her office. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so great big happy family there. What else do we know? We know that uh, he's very specific when it comes to measuring out his crack cocaine on the scales. Yeah, except he uh, can't read what the <laughs> Even though he can't is. read the number. So <laughs> uh, we know that he left cocaine paraphernalia paraphernalia and a and a secret service business card in a rental car uh that that was in his name mm -hmm. there's um we've seen mm -hmm. we know that he gave his uh his wife at the time right or his girlfriend his girl it was, no it was his girlfriend because it was Bo's wife Bo's wife widow yeah, it was Bo's his brother's widow. widow. He gave his brother's widow what a tangled web we weave. A pistol, and it got thrown in the trash can across the street from a high school, <laughs> and it was found by somebody. So he lied on a background check, mm -hmm. a federal background check, in order to buy a firearm because he had to say that he's never used any controlled substances or narcotics. Right. Um, we know about the emails between his uncle and him as well. We know. Um, we know about the uh, girl from Arkansas who was a stripper in D.C. Her name was Dallas, and they had a child. <laughs> that and the they Bidens, never acknowledged. That the Bidens still do not acknowledge. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many things that I'm forgetting that just not, there's just so many things in this encyclopedia of Hunter Biden's party animal lifestyle that we're missing. There's all the pictures of his of his ding dong of his of his butt his, his butthole, his uh, his sex having sex. You know, there for a while people were wondering if it was one of the Obama daughters because of the similarities. Of, I love that. You know, I love that theory. Um, and you know, I, it still hasn't been proven false. False. I mean, no. she did indeed look like 
one of the Obama daughters. It did. Um, <laughs> why not? <laughs> hold my, hold, hold my crack. I'm gonna Glenn Beck the shit out of this. Um, it is really. It that's fascinating. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna put up a chalkboard here in a minute, and we're gonna start mapping this thing out. <laughs> I mean, listen. What a chalkboard would you have? Would you have a mistress? Named Dallas in Washington from Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, anyway, all these different things that are out there, um, and, and various other voicemails, and and again, no one's talking about this stuff. Well, now all of a sudden, uh, presidents' children are off limits. Well, you remember they made fun of Baron Trump. They called him autistic. Right, uh, which he is. Which seven, he may be. He is seventeen feet tall, <laughs> you know, and he may be autistic. But again, it's not a reason to make fun of him. But he know, also was a minor. He was a minor. It's a little well, so different. So were Sasha Malia, and I don't think that people really picked on Sasha Malia I, I that I recall. People, I didn't see people picking on them. Absolutely not. Yeah, I know. I never said anything. I don't care. Right. I don't care. What I do care about now, when they're adults that get involved and, in the campaign, yeah, that's a little and, and different. Let me be clear on this if if don trump or eric trump don trump jr or eric trump if like if if they were doing crack i'd want to i would not want to know i would want to know while their dad's president right if they're doing china business dealings i'd want to know that's whenever they when he ever he supposedly met with the russian person who was going to give him information on he they were supposed to be on adoption Mm -hmm. if i'm remembering the facts right Mm -hmm. or what was brought out and apparently she said she had information on the hillary clinton campaign and they met in the and then nothing really came out of that i investigated and i read enough of it to realize okay there's it's a nothing burger nothing's right. happening right. Here, but i wanted to know yeah yeah so but, if hunter biden's doing these things while his dad's vice president these matter this matters well i'm um, certainly it matters but even like looking past looking back at it after the fact hiring someone to be president of the country with uh you know a son who has major conflict of, of interests and yeah. possibly compromised when you're talking about doing business with people who are part of the CCP and who are, you know, who are part of corrupt dealings in Ukraine. Right. That's a freaking problem. I mean, you know, if you read your New Testament, it says that if you're going to pastor a church and you've got a child that's unruly, you're disqualified from pastoring the church. So I would think that you know, that's that's a spiritual thing. But on, on a, this is a on security a, issue, on a security and governmental thing. Here's a guy who can't control his laptop. <laughs> he says that everything he tells his dad to do, he turns it into policy. Right. His dad says he's the smartest guy he knows. Which, by the way, we do know that he does turn that into policy because the Biden administration is handing out free crack pipes now. <laughs> Making sure That's it all stays good and clean, you know? <laughs> we want sanitary, you know, rubber tips on our crack, crack, crack right. pipes. You can thank Hunter for that. He wasn't lying. I don't know why I inadvertently just started rubbing my nose whenever I started talking about crack. <laughs> okay, Amber but, Heard. But it's just one of them, my dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> <laughs> They're appealing that now. Her lawyers found some technicality, says that the law, one no of the way. jurors had been tampered with, and so now they're appealing the Johnny oh, Depp. I don't care. They could sue each other gracious. from now until the Lord returns, which may be soon uh, <laughs> at this so. stage of the game. We had Ken Cuccinelli on the show yesterday, former attorney general of, uh, of um, Virginia. Virginia, and then, of course, he was the uh, deputy secretary to Homeland Security. Uh, 
and when he first got on the phone with me, I said, how are you doing, General? He goes, I'm better in America. <laughs> <laughs> that, that ain't saying much right now, Ken. I right. mean, but anyway, so that's why I say the Lord may be coming back anytime at this point. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you an off-the-cuff question that was inappropriate. Now I'm not going to do it. Oh, boy. Um, you've got some clips that I haven't seen, Chris, and I think this is the president. All right, I don't know what this I don't know what you're about to show me. So we'll just do reaction. Play the clip. Assault weapons need to be banned. They were banned. I led the fight in 1994. You didn't do anything. Then under pressure from the NRA and the gun manufacturers and others that ban was lifted in 2004. In that 10 years it was law, mass shootings went down. When the law expired in 2004 and those weapons were allowed to be sold again, mass shootings tripled. They're the facts. I'm determined to ban these weapons again and high-capacity magazines that hold 30 rounds and to let mass shooters fire hundreds of bullets in a matter of minutes. Well, what's your take? Hundreds of bullets in a matter of minutes. Um, first of all, the assault weapons ban didn't do anything. Right. What he's saying is incorrect, and he's trying to act like mass shootings went down, and that was a result of the assault weapons ban. Um, it wasn't. And also, they've categorized mass shootings much differently now so that they can count Right. Everything, right? Domestic dispute, mass shooting, uh, you know, school shooting is like a domestic dispute in a school parking lot is now counted as a school shooting. These are all just parts of the deception. Right. Well, I, and again, I cannot take these gun debates seriously as long as you're not willing to do p things with places like L.A. and Baltimore and Atlanta and mm -hmm. Chicago mm -hmm. and New York. It, I, I cannot take you seriously until you're until. Until all lives matter. Ha, yeah, because ha, obviously black lives don't matter. Right. In well, these urban violent centers of America. Well, I mean, also, um, explain to us how all of these violent crimes keep happening in these gun-free zones before you determine to make the entire country a gun-free zone. Exactly. I, I, would love to, I would love to understand how that keeps happening when there are already laws to, pre to prevent it from happening. And somehow you think you're just going to like do that more and it's going to work out. And I think the world lost a pretty pretty good man in Shinzo Abe this mm -hmm. last week with that yeah. assassination in Japan, yeah. which, of course, Japan has one of the strictest gun control policies on the planet. Yeah. And that was an improvised firearm that the person had put together. It looked like he'd yeah. taped some pipes together and, you know, however he'd done that. I, I, I can create something to shoot you with. Right. I am redneck enough, I promise you. I can find a way to shoot you if I want to. Or you're going to drive a car into a crowd and kill people. Right. Or you're going to take a knife and stab a bunch of people. Like if someone wants to kill, if they're demented and they're mentally ill or they're evil or whatever, they're going to kill people. Yeah. Uh, that's why the best thing for you to do is to be armed. I mean, mm -hmm. I would much rather, uh, you know, I'd want my kids to be behind armed guards when they yep. go to school versus a gun-free zone sign. The fact that they are fine with having armed people at, you know, airports and uh, concerts, concerts and all of these other places that people go to, the fact that these lawmakers always have armed security, but they don't want to do that for our children, tells you exactly what you need to know about these people. I've said it over and over again. I think I said it on your show a couple of weeks ago. I said America will always defend that which it values with guns. Yep. They don't value children. Nope. And they don't value the general public. They don't. I mean, but of course they don't value. They don't value children in the womb. They don't value children when they come out. Yeah. And let me just tell you, if you see me out, I'm packing. Yeah. 
I don't care if it's got a sign on the I wall either. or not. I'm glad I'm glad you said that. I actually was just having that conversation with someone else that I don't know if he wants to be implicated in that. But I'm like, you know what? What are they going to do? What are they going to do if I end up having to use it and either save my life or my family's or other people? What are they going to do? Charge me? Okay, cool. Yeah. I guess I'd rather be in jail my than my family My family, family gets to live on. You know, right. I go to the movie theater and yeah. somebody comes in there, starts popping off rounds. I fire back. Right. I, I'm fortunate enough, probably just lucky enough to hit them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I you got to the range and train all you want till gunfire is coming your way and bullets are flying. You right. don't know how you're going to re- react in a situation like that. But I will say now some of you do because you've been in that situation. Uh, but I will say that, you know, if I go to prison for saving these people's lives, then that's the price I have to pay. Exactly. But if you see me at the movie theater. Yeah. And yes. Got pursuant to code, you yep. know, 30 alt six, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I still got something in me mm-hmm. in my pants. Mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Also, he has a gun. <laughs> I also have. This is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for the back seat of the theater, and this is for fun. All right, play it. Many things. It's proof that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake. Sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you Ooh. think... You... Let him talk. Let him talk. No one, okay? Because make no mistake about it, this legislation is real progress, but more has to be done. All right. Do we know what that protester was saying? What did he say? I have to go after the break. Oh, cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. Then we'll know. I am like waiting with baited breath. I am too. I need to know (laughs) what this ponytailed man was saying. I do too. I think it was kind of ponytailed. Couldn't really tell. We'll I, figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you look stunning today. Oh, thank you. Look at you. My oh, Lord have you. mercy. Remember when winning felt easy? That's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. Uh, what some have called a winner's hormone or the man hormone testosterone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again, that old swagger back in your step? Walmart Energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging. I got something for you. Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total Tea boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, with more energy and drive and more passion, too. Your partner's going to notice the difference, hint, hint. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials, and Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Now, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text C-H-A-D, I spell it Chad, to 231231. Text now, get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Text Chad to 231231. Text Chad, 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. We'll be right back.
All right, welcome back. When we left you, our, our hero was standing on the lawn at the White House <laughs> uh, being heckled, shouted down even, by a man. Uh, well, let's With find out. Let's play, the, let's play, <laughs> let's play the, the next clip. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. 17 what? dead, 17 in. What? <laughs> what? 19, this happened before? 1918, 17 dead. Play that clip again. Numbers. Numbers. Play it. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, 1918. 17 dead, 17 in. Okay. So the guy stood up and heckled. Basically, the guy was telling him, do you have any more clip on that? He's Okay, so the guy was telling him, you're not doing enough. Yeah, that, he, like even what you're saying is what you're suggesting here is not enough. So apparently he's the father, father of one of the of victims. A Parkland victim. Yes. And he was mad that uh, they're not going far enough, which is just so it's so typical. Of course Biden says, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. Um But but then and he yelled out, You'll have to do more than this. You have to open an office in the White House. I've been trying to tell you this for years and years. And, uh, of course, Biden said, we have one. Let me finish my comments. And, of course, as you saw in the clip, let him talk, let him talk. Which they all, God, that drives me nuts. You know who, Robert Francis O'Rourke does that, too. Whenever, uh, you know, Alex or someone else stands up and starts uh, yelling at him, he always says, let him talk, knowing that his security is going to escort him. Not going to let him talk. Right. It's like, you clearly are saying that because you yeah. know that they're not going to yeah, let him you talk. You want to sound like you're the man yes, of the people, but yes. you, you, they're, they're not going to let him talk. You're watching the cops push these people out yeah. of the building while you're saying, let him talk. I, like, please. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. So, <clears throat> obviously, Biden failed to announce any next steps for his plan, of mm-hmm. course. They, mm-hmm. they're, they're pontificating you know, up in the ethereal. It's dangerous. It's, da- I mean, j- just that guy is just an example of how they're flirting with all of these extremists and they're trying to pretend to capitulate to them. And these extremists are getting angry when they don't get their way. They don't get their way. And they, they've learned what they can do. Uh, I talked about it on the show last week in regards to the military. You know, the military, and, and as soon as I said it, I, I said this thing, and now all the headlines have been talking about how the recruiting numbers are down mm-hmm. for the military. And I said it two days. I did a monologue did two days before all this news broke about this. And uh, it's so they're way down in terms of their recruitment numbers. You know, they're targeting these woke activists. And I'm saying this as a point to this, what you just said. The woke activists, they don't want to join the military. They don't. They would rather. Now, they might do it if they want to learn how to do, you know, domestic terrorism and urban warfare and get training in that. So then they can go out and be more violent activists. (laughs) There are those out there who would do such a thing and have done such a thing. Um, But they'd rather go out there and join Antifa or whatever these societies are to be assholes. Mm -hmm. And if they don't get their way, these are violent people. Yeah. These are violent people, and they've coddled them. You know, remember during the debates, Joe Biden would not call Antifa domestic terrorists. Yep. yep. Um, he, he, he supported all of the Black Lives Matter movement burning down cities. Right. And Black Lives Matter was pissed at him when he got in office because all of a sudden he dropped them. Yeah. Now, this is the same guy who said that if somebody's trying to break into your home, you just blast <laughs> both barrels of your shotgun right through the door. 
Right? You don't have to see them or anything else. You just shoot right through the door. That'll take care of it. And or, and shoot in the sky, too, I think yeah. he said. He's, he said, not, he said, you know, if, if he told Jill that if she's home alone, you know. Fire off a warning shot into the sky. Delaware Plantation, boss. <laughs> Just pop off a few rounds in the sky and whatever creatures are running through the forest (laughs) will run away. Please do not take Joe Biden's gun advice. Exactly. And don't don't forget his ghost guns illustration where he was trying to show you how to put them together, you know. (laughs) How easy these ghost guns can just be. See, right here. So, yes. The invisible ghost guns. Um, This guy, anyway. Assault weapon. There's. (laughs) Define it. Well, well, listen. I was we were driving. We were in the, on the bus yesterday, coming or two days ago, coming back from uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas, and there was a guy on a Harley, and he was driving. He had his motorcycle vest on, you know, his club vest, mm-hmm. and he had a hammer hanging from his pants. <laughs> there was a hammer, <laughs> a hammer, because we were like, "What is That's hanging from weird. his pants?" He's riding, you know, he's up here yeah. got his little gorilla bars. And uh, and we're like, what is that? We get up there. It's a ball peen hammer just hanging through his belt loop right here. So you know, you could use that as an assault hammer. Yeah. If you, you want to, anything you use to assault someone with, I could I could turn that into an assault book. Mm-hmm. I could turn that into an assault shot glass. These could be assault reading glasses. Yeah. All right. If you threw, ow. They hurt. They hurt. And I just barely threw them. Uh, <laughs> what if I'd hit you in the face with those assault I, glasses? I know. No, those those are those 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 are two twenty fives right there. <laughs> that's some that's some magnification going on. But I could assault you without. I could. There's assault penis. There's assault vagina. Well, there is. Okay. It's whatever you want to assault somebody with. Your fists, whatever. John Holmes, porn star, the late John Holmes, had a very large phallus. He was yeah, convicted I, of bludgeoning a person to death in the Hollywood Hills. They stop. never found a murder weapon. Stop. Stop. I'll let you figure that out. <laughs> they never found what he he beat someone to death with his penis. We don't know. I've seen. What it. a way to go. Coulda. There you go. What? Hang Let's on a minute. Not do hang Chuck on. Todd. Hang on. I don't want to go from assault penis to Chuck Todd. Okay. <laughs> but back to your question. I, yeah. Anything. So any an assault rifle. Well, is any I mean I can assault you with a with a musket. That's what I'm saying like they they're trying to uh to brainwash the human the adult the American population into thinking that you're supposed to be buying a gun that's not supposed to be efficient. Right. Right? It's like right. You, okay, so now you don't want it to hold as much ammunition as you want. Now you don't want it to kill people yeah, if you so need to use it. Like my, my buddy Matt no. Lida and his guys at Nine Line Apparel, they've been doing a funny little skit where they dress up like a couple of founding fathers. And I saw one this morning, and they, they're like behind the tree. He's holding a musket, and he's like, he goes, man, hey, they're about to get us. They're about to get us. And he goes, you know what we should use? We should use this. And he pulls out his AR-15. Yeah. And it, they're founding fathers, right? This is like, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. goes. What is that? He goes, well, it's called an AR-15. He goes, but what is it? He goes, well, you pull the trigger and a bullet comes out. You pull the trigger and a bullet comes out. You pull it. He goes, how long have you had that? He goes, since the beginning of the war. Why haven't we been using it? It's a funny little sketch that they do, but it makes a great point. Yeah. You think our founding fathers wouldn't have used the firepower that was available to them? Of course they would have. Right. 100%. Hang on. Don't shoot me. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, 
Hey, you know, well, let me load my musket up. Well, it's like, the, I mean, if you understand why the Second Amendment exists, it's not for hunting or sport. Like, literally, it's so we can have the same firepower as the government. In fact, I would say that it's an encroachment that we don't have tanks. I agree. That's why our shall not be infringed. I've got the AR-14, or not the AR-40, the, a, the, the okay, F-15, F-14 yeah. fighter jet on yeah. it. Yeah. I'm getting all my weaponry confused <laughs> from the rifle to the jet. All right, play your damn Chuck Todd. <laughs> now. Biden was elected to restore competency <laughs> and stability to Washington after Donald Trump. But his job approval trails other recent presidents, including Trump, at this point in the election cycle. Uh-huh. After a lingering pandemic, the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, failure to stem rising costs, failure to pass voting rights legislation, and a failure to substantially address climate change or immigration challenges. What? He's not done anything. That. I mean, that's he is what a, they there's, no, there's no plus points ever wow. on any of this. It, hey, here's the thing. Joe Biden, Donald Trump passed five bipartisan COVID bills. Five. And I didn't like him. But he, he, I didn't either, but he still got it. He, he did. did it. He did. The, the key is they were bipartisan. Yeah. Joe Biden hasn't gotten a single one done. I mean, those are layups. Well, it's scary to me that Chuck Todd seems to think that all of the failures are like things that we would not want, right? Like <laughs> failure to failure to bring in more more illegal immigrants and give them amnesty, failure to tackle climate change yeah. as if the average American gives a shit about climate change when they can't afford to feed their families. Exactly. <laughs> I, I know it's 137,000 degrees in Texas right now. You blame whatever. I mean, I mean it feels like we're walking on the, the surface oh, of mercury so gross. at this point. Uh, but, I said it was too hot to go to the pool yesterday. Well, the pool's hot. <laughs> I was just like, yeah I, yeah, I was like, we we were talking about going to one of the water parks that we have a season pass to, and I was like, is is it weird to say it's too hot to go there? Yeah, <laughs> it's just too hot. I was swimming in the lake last week, and it's like it was yeah, bath, it's water. bath water. Yeah. Um, the uh, but California, you talk about uh, the, these kind of democratic policies, you know, and Gavin Newsom, that's going to be the guy. Yeah, that's going to be the guy. He's already it's, running the ads in Florida, which is so stupid. Telling people if you want real freedom, yeah. leave Florida, come to California. Yeah. Yeah. You think you're going to convince these people who just moved from places like California, yeah. who just moved from New York because they saw the tyranny? Give me a break. But they got, you know, Gavin Newsom. He's got a, a new deal. Is guaranteeing free health care for all illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost the taxpayers three billion dollars. I mean, it's, it's insanity. That is incredible. I, you have to think even the looniest leftist yeah. rich people who are left there at some point are going to be like, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. Don't come here. That's yeah. all I have to say. And it's sad. It is sad. It's good people in California. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. There are a lot of good people in California. I don't know why they're still there. I don't either. I, just I feel sorry out. for them. Yeah. Uh, take your summer adventures to the next level with Bespoke Post and their new seasonal lineup. A must-have box of awesome collections. The aged box. The aging kid is from the Black Swan Cooperage. A father-daughter duo located in the heart of the Minnesota Northwoods. The glasses are hand-blown from Italian crystal glass. Bespoke Post partners with folks like this, small businesses, and emerging brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. I literally love my subscription. Uh, No matter what you got going on this season, Box of Awesomes, they got something for you. 
uh, camping gear, beach stuff, travel must-haves. Box of Awesome's got everything you need for this summer to have a little fun and, and a little conversation pieces as well. Say, hey, look at my little my little gizmo here. It's really cool, and everybody's going to want one. Uh, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers are going to help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They're going to release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories, which you get to pick. And each Box of Awesome valued at around uh, $70, but you're going to only pay a fraction of that price. Uh, you're going to support small businesses. 90, 90% of everything that comes in the Box of Awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. Free to sign up. You can skip a month, cancel anytime. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and use code WATCHCHAD at checkout. Boxofawesome.com, code WATCHCHAD, 20% off your first box. Go there, boxofawesome.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Give me a couple of minutes to wax eloquent with you folks. It is my daily duty to come on this program and talk to you about the wild and weird woolly stuff that goes on in this old wonderful world of ours. Today, I want to talk about a particular subgenre of human experiential nature that we've all come to know and love, the spectrum disorder that is autism. Yes, these days we all know a kid or two with a touch of the tism. We all have one or more homies with the extra chromosomes. And uh, it seems like that number not only doesn't get smaller every year, but in fact it seems to get bigger. And shocker, that's because it is getting bigger. In the past five years alone, according to a study done by the uh, Guangdong Pharmaceutical University in China, autism has leapt up 52% in the general population. Now, the CDC puts this number at more like 44%, but even if their numbers are true, folks, that's a huge jump. And let's go ahead and um, shoot the elephant in the room before it takes a big crap on the conversation. I'm not suggesting that the COVID vaccine did it, and I'm not suggesting that vaccines in general did it. <coughs> I don't know. But anyway, <coughs> not suggesting. <coughs> For those of you whose balloons I just popped, I'm sorry, don't come at me. Let's just talk about it for a minute. But you have to admit, admit it is a little weird. The best answer that we have so far is that diagnostics are getting better over time at finding autism, and this is definitely true. It's also the case that autism spectrum disorder has broadened what it includes fairly markedly over the past couple of decades, so a lot more fits inside the category than used to. Things like Asperger's, for instance, uh, have been all but subsumed by the heavier, more expansive title of autism. Plus, the human genome throws out fun little surprises here and there that link to autism. So on the diagnostic side of things, it's not that surprising to see that the numbers are rising. What's weird is how much they're rising and how quickly. Now, I don't want to get off on a conspiratorial tear here, and I won't as much as I sometimes really want to. But I will say that my eye starts twitching every time I see signs of mass categorization and sorting among my fellow human beings. There are dangers inherently associated with that sort of mindset, and many of those dangers are on evidence right now over the transgender world. Autism might not have the qualifier of being a fad on top of a rare mental condition, but the ballpark in which it plays is only down the street a few blocks. And listen, there's no doubt that many and even most of the people who work in the autism field, both the diagnosticians uh, who find it and the specialists who treat it, 
Well, they're doing God's work. Your autistic friends need them. You need them if you've got autism. So I'm not fomenting a witch hunt here, but I do think it's important to try to think two or three steps ahead of the left and the progressives and the woke mob and wonder what they might be up to if they've got their hands in this at all. It's suspicious. And beyond that, let's consider a world where eventually the autistic people outnumber us and take things over. Might not be so bad. After all, we've tried senile. Why not give the kids solving the Rubik's Cube in 10 seconds a chance? Honestly, the debate rages on about this, folks. And more cases of autism being detected because the science is getting better? I don't know. Or is something causing autism to be more prevalent than it used to be? Hopefully the answer is just the latter. Because if it's the former, we are really and righteously screwed. All right. You think it's because of the vaccines. Yeah, not the COVID one because that's... Too soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Too wouldn't recent. be able to... People are not... Kids that young are not getting diagnosed. And, uh, and you know, we talked about this before Before that. I, I just... I don't know. Yeah, so... Right? I just don't know. Well... I, it's awfully suspicious. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nefarious things, I think, that are going on in, pharma- in terms of the pharmaceutical industry, but I just don't know. You know way more about this than I do on this topic. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the... Uh, if you track the... Um, autism rising and the more and more vaccines uh, that we're injecting into our children. I mean, it tracks. And I know people say correlation does not equal causation. But uh, the study, I hate to break it to everyone, the study that the United States did in order to prove uh, Andrew Wakefield's theory incorrect or his his hypothesis right he never said that they caused it he said we need to look more into it right the big study that they used to debunk that claim uh actually there was manipulated data that was used and there was a cdc whistleblower who came forward Mm. who of course uh, nobody wanted to hear from so even that study they had to change significantly significantly uh statistically significant data and eliminate it so that they could get the result that they wanted well, there's no doubt about it. I do not trust the pharmaceutical industry. And that's, I think, the silver lining of COVID is that uh, a lot of people have woken up to the fact that big pharma is not, they are not the yeah. uh, the white knights that everyone thought that they were when it comes to vaccines. Well, they, they, they are a, obviously, a trillion dollar business mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So they want you sick. They don't want you healed. Correct. And there was already an incestuous relationship between Big Pharma and the government. Like they float around, you know, you'd have an FDA uh, officer up there at the agency all of a sudden float on over to be like the CFO at Merck. Right. So they already had this incestuous relationship. Now there's just a legitimate public private partnership. Yeah. So imagine the conflict of interest there. Yeah. Big time. Um, You know, if you want to count the blessings of COVID, if it can be said, yeah. uh, it opened up a lot of people's eyes mm-hmm. to the medical industry, medical tyranny, mm-hmm. corporate tyranny, mm-hmm. as well as the pharmaceutical tyranny that's out there. Uh, we could even branch into people's eyes being open on the judicial side of things. But this the educational yep. tyranny yep. of the whole thing, um, exposing people to what's being taught in the schools because suddenly the, the window got thrown open, so to speak, and parents were suddenly made privy to the things that are happening in our classrooms. Yep. And so we've turned a magnifying glass and a real spotlight on that, and the roaches went scurrying. And what happens is you have these teachers who felt persecuted, especially the woke ones who took to TikTok and were like, you know what, we'll just tell you right up front what all we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. They did that. And that's why we're seeing more and more of these teachers talking about the crap that they're telling your kids Mm -hmm. at every level along the way because they're like, oh, well, if we're going to be exposed, let's just own it. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, COVID obviously uh, caused a lot of damage to the entire world, but there were some silver, I'll call them silver linings, right? They're not, it's not good right. that any of it happened, but they are silver linings. The American people, I think, are starting to wake up to all of this. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. You know, I, I have said from the beginning of this show, from, I mean, years ago, I, I've always said, we as Americans have got to get back to critical thinking. Mm-hmm. We've got to start asking the question, where are we wrong? Yeah. How am I wrong? You know, if I put something out there, I got to be humble enough to say, I may be wrong on this. So mm-hmm. I want to know. I want to mm-hmm. know. And I hope people are waking up to that. Because, yeah. you know, the internet doesn't help us, the social media stuff, because everybody's a damn expert. Whether they know something or not, everybody's got to be an authority on something. Right. Um, and believe it or not, yeah, I do read a lot of the comments. I can't get to all of them, but I do read a lot of the comments because sometimes people just really blow my mind astoundingly with the ignorance. But but then I <laughs> learn a lot, too, with things people say. Yeah. It pushes me to kind of go research a little bit more because it's a perspective I haven't thought about. Yeah. And that's okay. It is. But But everybody's a damn expert. It, it is. It's frustrating, but it's also, I mean, because people give me a hard time because I read a lot on actually this particular topic, uh, you know, vaccines and, and whatnot. And they're like, oh, OK, Dr. Google. And I'm like, all right, I get it. But I mean, there is a lot of information that's widely available to us that we just don't even look you at. Don't, You're don't just look like, for it. You oh, don't read it. Yeah. Like, OK, big daddy government, whatever you say, I'm not going to look at something at maybe a more independent, well, uh, what's you know, your, what's objective. What's your other option? I mean, I, I am I'm a well-educated person person if you want to count degrees in terms of the right. time I've sat in a classroom but oh, do we trust the college professors who have right. never tested their wild out theories in the real world instead they've sat in the bubble of academia for 30 years yes. and gotten tenured I mean do, how do, are we going to really trust academia to tell us all this kind of stuff oh no. what's your degree in well it doesn't matter I mean we're seeing that the, the degrees these days aren't providing any practical training or education we still don't have any critical thinking skills there's no complexity of thought so you can have you can you my pastor you know wade trimmer always tells uh, always used to tell me say you live by degrees you die by degrees i mean you you want to keep putting those things out there and you know it doesn't unpack real well right so we research the best we can yep and you and i are privy to a lot of resources out there a lot of stuff comes our way because of the nature of what we do so anyway it's crazy. We, they, 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 listen, the government hates your guts. They want yes. you dead. The elites want you dead. They want you sick for sure. They, they want you sick because they get richer by doing that. And they want the you know those Georgia Guidestones or whatever. Yeah. They wanted a population of 500 million people. I'm glad they blew them up. Yeah. Uh, friends, <laughs> good God, I don't know probably what I'm saying, Brandon. They might be putting a hit on me at this point in time. Some <laughs> drone strike on my ass. It was him, not me. Yeah. Friends, we're heading into a summer of sorrows. We're right in the middle of it. Uh, Be prepared. Huge problems converging right now. Inflation, gas prices, food shortages, conflict. It is the perfect storm. Uh, I don't want you to be a victim. Go to preparewithchad.com. You know what you're going to find there. You're going to get a deal. They're going to give you $150 off on a three-month emergency food kit at My Patriot Supply. The food kit's going to contain a wide variety of delicious meals to last you three solid months per person. Plus, they're going to provide you more than 2,000 calories a day, so you'll have strength and energy. Uh, it's delicious. Every American family is going to need it and wish they had ordered it when they could. Go to preparewithchad.com. Claim the $150 savings. Uh, it's going to f- ship fast, free, discreet, unmarked boxes for privacy. Go to preparewithchad.com. That's preparewithchad.com, and we'll be right back.
So uh, this week, uh, Thursday night, Jackie's Brickhouse, Kima, Texas. We're going to be down there. Ragamuffins are coming with me. That's going to be we're going to be pretty much do, doing some straight music with a little comedy mixed in with it as well. Going to be in Goliad, Texas, Schrader Hall, and then headed to Lubbock uh, later on this month. Various other places, tons of places. Go to watchchad.com and get the information. We have we've been having fun. I get on stage, do about twenty minutes of comedy. Doing comedy on the road is way different than trying to do it here at home. You've been to the local shows. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. It's hard to do comedy here. Really? Because these people know me. Yeah. They know me. Yeah. Right? They yeah. hear my stories. They know the stuff. So, you know, be go- on the road, it's a different story. I'm going to have to go to a road show. Then. You do need to go. Jump on the bus. Come on. Okay. Uh, you need to go You need to go to a road show because it just gets wild. I just love the names of these venues. It's this, just like you know you're with your people yeah. when you're at a place called, what is Jackie's Brick House? Jackie's Brick House. I love that. Jackie's is an awesome place. Awesome venue down there by the Kima Boardwalk uh, right there on the ocean. Um a couple years ago, uh, well, well, I guess, it, I don't know when was it, I woke up on a yacht on Thanksgiving morning after a show. It was, I, I'll just say it was wild. <laughs> you never know. You, you never know what's going to happen. Wow. To live your life. Uh, it ain't that great. <laughs> it, it ain't that great, but it ain't bad either. I can't complain. I'm blessed. And you know why I'm blessed is because we got really good people. Yeah. But I, it's so funny. Like, there was a dude who came to the show the other night and brought me three coloring books. I don't know why. What? They were adult coloring books. They were huh. funny. Um, I'll have to bring them in and show them to you. Yeah, are they like uh, like adult? Well, like one of the title was humor? another effing comi- com- uh, coloring book. Another, huh. effing, but it did say effing. It said another effing coloring book. I'm like, maybe he thinks you just need a break, some yeah, therapy, a, a construct- uh, kind of a random, a constructive deal? way to pass your time. But people, you know, I have people who come to me. Um, uh, I was at a benefit Sunday when we got back. Went to a benefit uh, for for. Tommy Alverson, who's a Texas musician, he's a legend. Uh, and somebody, you know, people walk up to me and they're like, you know, we've never been to one of your shows. What, what, what is it? You know, what you do? And it's like, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. It get on stage, it's good music, it's good comedy. We have fun with people. We we mess with the crowd a little bit. It's funny you say that. Even my husband asked asked that once before he had gone. Cause, you know, he's always my babysitter when I have to go, yeah. you know, I leave to go to your show and it's at nighttime, so he stays home with the kids. And um, he's like, Wait, he sings? Yeah. He's wait, he so he has a band? He um, sometimes sometimes he just has a guitar. Yeah. You're going to get a little done, a little I've bit of done music comedy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So sing funny songs right. and um working on some new ones right now as a matter of fact. I'm always working on songs, but we did uh uh, and, I, and there are going to be some shows like Port Charlotte, Florida. I'm going back to the Vasani Theater for a couple of nights. Then uh, the Comedy Zone in, in both Greensboro, North Carolina, and the Comedy Zone in, in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, in Everett, Washington, we're, we're, we've been there every year north of Seattle, birthplace of the one and only Glenn Beck, Everett, Washington. Uh, we're at that Main Street Theater there um, every year for the last five or six years, I think. I just do straight comedy there. Mm-hmm. Those are just fun shows. Good audience, good folks show up. And so, anyway, uh, hard, to do com- hard to do comedy when you're not doing it consistently, though. It's like it's like playing golf. you got to be doing it consistently or you yeah. lose your timing. Yeah. Um, but we're having fun. Somebody sent me a message and they said, why don't why doesn't Blaze do a comedy special with your deal? Well, they actually, I, we did do the footage for one of the comedy shows I did back in 2018. Here in DFW. Really? And it's on Blaze. You can find it. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's my Star Spangled Banter. Back when we were doing that tour. Oh, yeah. That, that's when we did the uh, Old Verizon Theater. We had like 4,000 people in the audience. It was wow. huge. And uh, I got a little too drunk before I got on stage, but I think it was no. still a fun night. 
No, the problem with that one is we had technical difficulties. Like one of the guitars gave out. I paid like I paid an extra ten thousand dollars for for a special sound guy to come in there and do all this kind of stuff, and the sound still got oh, no. messed up on some of the musical instruments. I know it just. Of I'm telling you, the devil lives in sound equipment. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so we're having fun out there on the road, and uh, uh, it's a good time. We have some good solid rednecks. Yeah. And I mean that in a good, godly, God bless your way. Yeah. Just good salt of the earth people that come to these shows. Well, that's what I was telling you. Jackie's Brick House. Like, you know you're going to find good people there. You know you're going to yeah. find your people well, there. And they're, and they're good folks. For sure. And it's, and yeah. it's a good, um, Cooper Wade played there this past weekend. He said, man, we had a packed house. A lot of them are coming back. So it'll be full. And the dance halls and stuff. Dance I halls mean, are that cool. is like, that is where America's at And right that's there. what I was going to say Real yesterday. America. So doing comedy, I've never been able to go out and do these old historic dance halls. But now that we've incorporated the band... You can go play those yeah. places because people, they want to dance. They right. want to have a good time, you know? Right, right. And, um, and we're playing some fun music, but yeah. So anyway. And where can people find, watch, watch Chad? Watchchad.com on the tour page. And usually the first upcoming shows are right there on the homepage, but just go to the tour page and check them out. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm basically somewhere every weekend for the rest of the year. Yes, you are. So I'm, I'm you know, look, I'm a single guy, you know, and I'm out there doing my thing and I know. You know, I got people who wish I didn't travel as much, but, and I don't travel like I used to, <laughs> but I do travel. And Party Foul Steve, he's it's gone now. He's, you know, he's texting me right now. Jim Snow is my, Jimmy Snow, he's been selling merch for us yeah. and stuff. Jim's a good dude. He's trying to learn the business of how to, because there's a lot of technical things that go into right. prepping for these shows. Right. He's trying to do all that stuff. So, you know, kudos to him. Of course, Steve Helms, Ben McPherson, all those guys out there. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We're having fun. That was my long promo because I want to make money. <laughs> you know, look, I look. I'm in a situation. People look at me and they're like, "Oh, your life." Look, the Blaze could kick me out at any time. You never know. All of us. I mean, they know. could they could fire all of us at yeah. any given time. They could be like, "You know, we're going another direction. Yeah. We're liberal now." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, uh, you know, comedy shows you may not be able to go out and travel all the time and 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 i want everybody's help because listen to me listen 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 all of you guys out there social media has me so banned <sighs> that i can't even promote anything anymore you know it's funny i thought that i'm like no way when i was on with you what was it last week and you were talking about how they literally when someone tries to tag you in a story the warning that they put up they did it to me. Yeah. I, I screenshotted it. I could not believe it. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. They hate you. They hate me. And so it's all from running for office. And you showed me some videos that you had posted on Instagram. I'm like, I, none of this has been coming up I, in my I've feed. been doing these cooking, none little, of it. little 20 second cooking videos. Yeah, they're funny. And they're funny because they're stupid. <laughs> like, it's just like, I'm going to show you how to make a Gordon May hot dog. And I just boil a piece of weenie. <laughs> right? It's so... A lot of people, they're like, oh, you need to do this and this and this. I'm like, you're totally missing the point of these videos. (laughs) Totally missing the point of these videos. But I need people to help share it and like tell your friends because I can't go make a living if people don't know the shows are happening. And I'm shadow banned so bad because, again, it's all part of the cancel culture. They want to make sure that your your voice can't be heard. So anyway, and I do like money. I love, I it's, love, I w- I'm going to go farther than you, Chad. I love money. I love it. I love I money love so it. much. Alex uh, Stein gives me a hard time about this. Like, man, Sarah just really love you like money a lot. I'm like, I do. That's, well, let Alex get to a point where he gets some of it. <laughs> and we'll see how his feelings change. Well, because I'm always telling him like, no, you got to negotiate with this and negotiate with that. And he's like, I, he's I just, just happy he's not selling cars anymore yeah. at CarMax. <laughs> he goes, 
I just really like what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, you're so wholesome and cute. Get back to me in 10 years. These kids. <laughs> Speaking of money, you know what's never good when your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen just the other day said there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks have affected our economy badly that at the time I didn't fully understand. Well, that's great, Janet. Uh, you know who understood the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from the highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401 K or IRA into gold, physical gold. And it's not too late for you to take action as well. Text CHAD to 989898 and get free info kits, on, a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. They got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Text CHAD to 989898 get real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text CHAD to 989898 to claim your free no-obligation info kit on protecting your savings with gold. We'll be right back. Sarah Gonzalez, thank you for sitting in, hanging out. I yeah. love these episodes. Me too. Uh, yeah, I want you here all the time. Uh, let's try to make it happen. You got stuff going on. Uh, follower uh, Sarah Gonzalez TX and uh, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered on YouTube. Tomorrow's Wednesday. We're going to get Humpty Hump. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Hey guys, it's Chad. I want to tell you about Blaze TV. They're now moving to channel 465 on Pluto TV. Do not miss a minute of Blaze TV. Channel 465 on Pluto TV.